It's easy to get tripped up journaling. Trust me, I know. There are so many different ways you can journal. And you're left wondering, well, is there a right or wrong way to do it? I'm hoping by sharing my experiences using the right way that this will help liberate you and help you to choose the way or ways that are best for you. To journal or not to journal. Five questions to consider. Question number four. Is there a right and wrong way to journal? Answer. There's only one way to journal. The right way. W-R-I-T-E. Today I want to consider with you five ways to journal the right way. It's my goal these ways will make journaling doable for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Did you finally realize your dream of having a family only to have your happily ever after turn into a nightmare? Are you constantly second-guessing your parenting, anxious about whether your child will make good choices and remain faithful? Have you neglected yourself to the point that it's taken a personal toll on you? Hi neighbor, welcome to Anchors of Encouragement. I'm Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, disciple of Christ, and ambassador of encouragement. I too felt the joy of having a family of my own, and I wish we could be like other families. But I found myself up late at night, anxious about my child's future and asking myself, why is this happening? Am I a failure as a parent? It was only by grabbing a lifeline from God and my friends that I was able to navigate the challenges of adoptive life. And now I can't wait to share everything I've learned with you. My mission is to be your friend and encourager, to throw adoptive parents a lifeline and offer biblical encouragement as you partner with Christ, providing stability as your anchor when you need it the most. If you're ready for real and raw talk with strategies and insights that lead to peace beyond comprehension, so you not only survive but thrive in life's storms, this podcast is for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Hi, neighbor. Before I get into today's topic, I want to share a review from one of our listeners. Tiffany writes, Great insights. Tim's podcast is so amazing. As adoptive parents, we've really leaned on this podcast to help us navigate difficult times. He is so insightful in all things adoption. This is a must-listen if you need adoption support. Thank you so much, Tiffany. I really appreciate that. One of the reasons this podcast ranks where it does is because listeners like Tiffany have left a review for the show. This anchors the podcast in the rankings. You too can be an anchor of encouragement for other adoptive parents who are searching for answers in their adoption journeys. Please leave a review. It's simple and will only take a few minutes. In the show notes, there's a link to a video that shows just how easy it is to do. Thank you so much. To journal or not to journal? Five questions to consider. Today we're going to look at question number four. Is there a right or wrong way to journal? I believe there's only the right way. Now that might sound arrogant, and it would if I was using R-I-G-H-T. But I'm referring to the right way, W-R-I-T-E. In this episode, I want to share my personal experiences journaling using the right way, W-R-I-T-E. It's easy to get tripped up journaling. Trust me, I know. There are so many different ways you can journal, 
and you're left wondering, well, is there a right or wrong way to do it? I'm hoping by sharing my experiences using the right way that this will help liberate you and help you to choose the way or ways that are best for you. Because as you're going to see, I'm using a hybrid system. Let's look at the five ways I journal using the right way. Number one, journal whenever and wherever. That's what I do. Sometimes I journal in my office. Sometimes I journal while I walk. In preparation for this episode, I found myself journaling in a restaurant. Sometimes I journal in my bed. Sometimes I journal at night. Sometimes it's in the morning. It's whenever and wherever. I'll elaborate on how I do all those different ways as we develop this out. Number two, as you journal, you're going to develop your own routine. I usually journal in the mornings. I find for myself, I have usually set an intention the night before, and when I get up, I'm ready to download whatever thoughts my brain has been working on overnight. And I just find that helps me to start the day in the best way possible. But I've also been known to journal at other times of the day. Number three, one of the reasons I like journaling so much is because it can be individualized for you. In other words, do what's best for you. Do what works for you. This will make more sense as we get into steps four and five. Number four is technology. I haven't tried any apps yet, but that hasn't stopped me from using technology to journal. Our phones make it so easy to do. Now, if you have the apps, that's one thing, but I even make it more simple than that. Sometimes I'll have a thought come in my head, so I'll send myself a text. I'll send myself an email. I've even been known to send myself a voice memo. I can do this by using the whenever and wherever method because sometimes I'll be outside walking and I have my phone with me. That's when I'll send myself a voice memo. Sometimes I'll have an idea while I'm driving. I'll have my wife send me a text. Sometimes I'll be in bed at night and rather than get up and come into my office to journal, I'll send myself a text or an email. Technology has made this so simple, whether it's your phone or your computer. Technology makes journaling very doable. And finally, step number five. I call this the elemental approach. Remember, I don't do hard. I remember how my son Johnny began journaling. It was with a pen and paper. To me, that's my favorite way to do it. There's something about touching the pen to the paper and writing words that really helps me to touch those feelings. My approach to journaling is really a hybrid because I use a combination. Most of it is done in a simple notebook with pen and paper. But I do use the other methods that I've talked about with technology. I just use a combination. Again, whatever works for you. Let's get to your daily doable. Today I have a bonus step for you. It's journaling rule number one. That rule simply states... There are no rules in journaling. You decide what is best for you. If it's a pen and paper, fine. If it's a computer keyboard, fine. If it's an app on your phone, fine. Or if it's some hybrid of all of those, 
that's fine too. The point is, do what works for you. I want to encourage you to journal. I saw what it did for my son, Johnny. I know what it's done for me, and I'm confident it can do great things for you too. To journal or not to journal? Question number four. Is there a right and wrong way to journal? Answer. There's only one way to journal. The right way. W-R-I-T-E. Remember, journaling is a process. It's my hope that the right way that I presented today will make journaling doable for you. That's all for this episode. I want to thank you for joining me. As I close, I want to encourage you to be an anchor of encouragement for other adoptive parents who are searching for answers in their journeys. Please leave a review. It's simple and only takes a few minutes to do. See the show notes for a video on how you can do it now. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now. If this podcast has given you the courage and confidence to face storms in your life, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Tim Maudlin. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group, Anchors of Encouragement. So until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.